Welcome to our podcast, Inside SAP S4HANA. There's no customer success without product success and project success. Here's Yannick, the head of SAP S4HANA Enablement at SAP Engineering. No matter where you are in your IT modernization journey, an automation strategy at scale will always improve employee satisfaction, accelerate innovation and reduce the costs. For SAP customers, this is even more relevant as they move to SAP S4HANA Cloud, moving to the public cloud, and moving on a platform like Microsoft Azure, making automation an essential asset to realize the benefits of public cloud. Today, I'm excited to have two guests who will discuss the joint SAP S4HANA on Azure Automation Proposition, which completely automates SAP deployment and operation in Azure using Red Hat's market-leading Ansible automation platform. Welcome with me, Prakash Patayan, Principal Product Manager, SAP on Azure Engineering at Microsoft, and Ricardo Garcia Cavrevo, Principal Portfolio Architect at Red Hat. Happy to have you both on the podcast. Thanks for being with us, guys. To Get to know our guests a little better. I'd like to start with a you know little icebreaker. Maybe I start with you, Ricardo. Can you tell us something special about you? Something we should remember beside your role at Red Hat? Sure, Yannick. Well, first of all, thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure to be here with you in this podcast. And something apart from yeah, what I do in my day-to-day -day life. So my blog post and uh, the solutions I work for uh, at Red Hat. So, for example, something easy to remember, I think, because it's not too common for a Spanish person, is that I really like uh, sitar music, Indian music, and I play sitar myself. So I would say that, because it's easy to remember, maybe. Thanks for sharing, Ricardo. What about you, Prakash? Thanks for being with us as well. Can you share something that people will remember beside your role at Microsoft? Yeah, thanks for having us, Yannick. Happy to be here. Uh, I'm based out of Dallas in Texas in the U.S., um, so uh, prior to that, I was in Colorado for uh, about eight to ten years. Uh, love the outdoors, uh, love Colorado in summer. So uh, that's something uh, I hope it's interesting. Okay, thanks for sharing both. Um, I will stay with you now, Prakash, and ask um, maybe the question of you know maybe go a bit deeper into your role and how is that role close to our SAP S4HANA public cloud install base of customers? Yeah, so um, I'm part of the SAP on Azure core engineering group at Microsoft. Uh, so this team is responsible for creating the uh, infrastructure, storage, and all the other uh, compute requirements to run SAP. Uh, and also all of the first party offerings and anything that we have to develop for SAP uh, to run as a first party uh, product on Microsoft. Uh, definition of the SAP reference architectures as well uh, is done uh, by this engineering group. Uh, strong collaboration. So we have folks co-located uh, on either side. So some of SAP uh, folks uh, uh, working with us at Redmond and some of Microsoft employees uh, working with SAP as well. Uh, very strong relationships as we bring innovations to market. Thanks, Prakash. What about you, Ricardo? Can you please bring out a bit more context about your job and how is that adding value to SAP S4HANA Cloud customers? Sure. So when I started with Red Hat, it was going to be three years ago, I was you know, doing consultancy, so actually working on the field. And before that, I came from the SAP basis administrator world. So I had been doing that for maybe 15 years. When I came to Red Hat, 
I started working on solutions that can help customers say make their their transition to the cloud and to S4 HANA easier. So namely, I focus a lot on automation on Ansible. So I was engaging in a lot of uh, customer uh, projects uh, doing doing those things. Not only only automation, but also uh, uh, some other areas. And then I moved to portfolio architecture. So what we try to do is all these solutions that we implemented with customers, we try to abstract them and give it like more like a reference architecture and show customers how they can benefit from technologies like automation in this journey to SAP S4 HANA in the cloud. Funny enough, Ricardo, as I told you offline, one of my first training when I joined SAP in France was on uh, Red Hat technologies. And I was always impressed by uh, the amazing technology that you guys provide to SAP customers at that time. It was Java applet to call some HR payslip, timesheets, etc. Now you've been with SAP for a couple of decades and, of course, supported the change going to cloud and going to public cloud. So can you a little bit about the impact and eventually the transformation on the Red Hat side for that one? So that's the, the, the moving of customers to the cloud has been something really important at Red Hat and how we, we, we build these solutions for customers actually is the, one of the main drivers uh, in what we do at Red Hat for SAP customers is the move of these customers to the cloud because we're shaping the message, shaping the, our solutions um, right to, to focus on these customers that move to the cloud. Because one of the main premises of, of Red Hat in general, not only for SAP customers, is that anyone should be able to use our technologies on the hybrid cloud. So private, hybrid, a public, whatever. So we think that the best way to, to help customers is, is to help them first when migrating to SAP S4 HANA, namely to the cloud. Okay. Can you dig a little bit into that? Because as you know, when you move to the cloud, when you move to public cloud, there's a, a very strict SAP Activate methodology. So at which phase of the methodology is Red Hat jumping in and added value to the overall project? So when we jump in is when the migration plan has been established and customers know which data structures, which tables and which modules are they going to activate on SAP S4 HANA. So when the plan has been kind of laid out, that's when we jump in and we provide, for example, the automation assets for that. So there's a clear plan for that. Normally we team up with systems integrators and, and partner with them. And when they do the technical, sorry, the technical, the, um, the, the actual defi definition and design of the migration and how they want to do it, then we put in place our technologies and, and the automation to, to the, the technical migration itself. If for example, if we, I was going to say, if, we, if we're talking about moving to a public cloud like Azure, for example, we a, give the, provide the assets to do all the technical migration end to end automatically. So building the or creating the virtual machines on Azure, uh, installing the operating system image, then applying all the SAP nodes that need to, to that are needed for to build the SAP HANA and the, and the SAP S4 HANA targets, and then until the system has been migrated, so all the technical migration can be done. Uh, but if if we are talking about extracting data and all that, we are not in that part. For you having been on projects before public cloud came to ERP or ERP came to public cloud, better said, what are the key changes you've noticed, I would say, both on the business side of the customer and on the IT side and all challenges, bottlenecks, et cetera, that you need to clearly inform 
before you really start the project, hands-on? Well, so before it used to be much more a problem of having the right hardware on premises. Now that's much more flexible. So it's, it has changed completely the, the view of the customers and how they approach a migration and move to the cloud. So I see that now customers are much more open to big migration because of that, because they know the flexibility. And when we show them the value of automation, they, they are much more reassured and, and they can see that they can reduce the time of, mig uh, of the migration of a system from several days to, to just some hours. So I think that's changing a lot the mindset of the, of the business because they're more open to, to changes and to automation and to scale the use of automation, not only to the migration, but then to the, to the day to day or day to operation. So when it comes to keeping the lights on and, and, and the, the SAP basis administrators doing their job, they are more keen to accept uh, to use automation there as well. And I assume, Prakash, and you are on the same project? Are you on the same project right now? Yeah, so our goal is to um, make uh, Azure uh, the best platform to run SAP, right? So serve the common goal, well aligned with Red Hat as well as SAP. Yes. And interesting about your learnings, Prakash, obviously, because Microsoft and SAP has been partners for forever. What was the change on your business unit, you know, with SP going to cloud ERP, uh, having this hyperscaler strategy with Microsoft Azure, obviously one of the major partners there. What changes did you notice on the customer side? Yeah, so a couple of observations. Um, so there is a huge shift uh, in the operating mindset, right? So there's a heavy CapEx investment typically involved in traditional implementation days. A uh, lot of cycle time taken even to provision the first virtual machine or first system to have a sandbox, right? It used to take months to get there, right? As opposed to a few minutes of clicking some buttons and then you have a system up and running in no time. So you can do POCs really quickly, faster time to market, and all of the complexities that you have in managing a data center at all layers, right? From infra layer, managing the hardware, and all the, uh, you know, uh, the vendor support that you need to have managing a data center and all the application support that you need to have on top of it, right? So SAP has done a phenomenal job uh, of uh, coming up with various different deployment models and options that will suit a variety of customers with various needs across the spectrum, right? Targeting very large enterprises all the way down to uh, small and medium segment customers. Um, so quickly, we could put together some of the SAP scenarios uh, out of the box and test it and take it to market very quick. Um, so a lot of our SAP customers are uh, embracing some of it. And the other aspect to that is also the innovation that comes along with, right? It's no longer a low cost uh, discussion. So what else can you do on cloud beyond just running SAP workloads on cloud, right? Uh, you could unleash innovation. You can use SAP's uh, analytics and uh, AI services, uh, build mission, uh, uh, mission learning models, uh, and derive insights that you never had before for your enterprise, right? And it's already possible at that layer. Uh, combined with Microsoft technologies, when it comes to collaboration on the Microsoft Teams space and things like that, it makes it even, uh, uh, you know, more um, uh, exciting for our customers because you lead to uh, efficiency, right? Employee efficiency and improve productivity as well. 
That's a very good segue. I wanted to go a bit closer to end users. And you just mentioned, Prakash, the integration with Microsoft Teams that SAP S4HANA Cloud offers as an early adopter program with the latest product update, so the 22.8, the version of August. Very simple question, Prakash. What did you hear about that one? Yeah, so great collaboration in general, right, leads to increased productivity and improved employee efficiency in general. Um, it can also affect the quality of service our customers and customer receives in general, right? Uh, if you just look at our Microsoft Teams adoption, it rose several folds uh, during the COVID time, right? And also it's continuing to grow post COVID as well. And I think we are over 250 million monthly active users at this point. So the S4 HANA Cloud 228 update is a very exciting release for us, uh, specifically the integration with Microsoft Teams uh, that our users can take advantage of, right? So you, through the early adopter care program. So with the new feature that we've launched, the users can now take advantage of uh, the share to Microsoft Teams option uh, that would allow the users to share the data from any SAP Fiori Elements app to their coworkers and tag a message, say, okay, so look at all of these or fix the issues here, or can you take it for processing and things like that and collaborate with their coworkers uh, using Microsoft Teams. So the recipients can just simply click the link and then it will take them right into the data item that was shared with them so they can collaborate efficiently and ultimately leading to employee efficiency and productivity. And this is just one of the features that was released in 22.8, right? So users got to love the Horizon theme that comes with accessibility features, the in-house banking and finance, business process scheduling and supply chain, uh, developer extensibility, manufacturing and service updates and RPA and so on and on and on. Uh, so the innovation is not going to stop and we will continue to innovate with SAP together as well. So I think uh, it's, it's a great time for our customers to uh, consider and uh, plan the adoption journey for S4 HANA and public cloud. Could not agree more, Prakash. We tested that ourselves, obviously, as we are going to be end user too at, at SAP and are thrilled to see how smooth it was and the value is obvious, right? And user productivity is it's the name of the game. Ricardo, so we've talked a little bit about value for the end users, and I know that Red Hat is a lot in this intelligent ERP, adding intelligence to business processes with machine learning, with eventually AI. Can you give some example of you know processes where you've been able to add value to end users with intelligent processes or making, let's say, standard processes even more intelligent? Yeah. So for this, what first comes into my mind is uh, Red Hat Insights, because it's, that's part of the platform that we offer to SAP customers. So Red Hat Insights is a software as a service, and it's using artificial intelligence and machine learning. And what it tries to do, or what it does, is a kind of proactive monitoring, and uh, it kind of complements solution managers. So what Solution Manager does at more application level or the early watch other reports do at a more a application level. Um, Insights does it uh, more as a, uh, at operating system level and host level. So it makes sure that at any time all the SAP servers are complying with all the SAP nodes that are needed to run the workloads, be it SAP HANA or be it an application performantly. So 
before an error occurs, if it sees that there are some characteristics that has led to an error in the past, it will say, okay, this is a, uh, you need to apply this package to this, uh, to this uh, server or whatever. And in combination with Ansible, it can uh, do the remediation before it occurs. So this is good for, um, well, if, if you consider end users, the SAP basis administrators, because at the end of the day, that's making their life easier. But also, you know, the processes with artificial intelligence and machine learning, we have also been doing a lot of work with the SAP data intelligence. So complementing the, the, the artificial intelligence capabilities that it has and providing a platform for it because, uh, you know, that Red Hat provides OpenShift, which is a Kubernetes platform on which data intelligence can run. So we are doing a lot of work together with SAP on that and also with other partners like Intel uh, because they are also using their artificial intelligence and machine learning libraries to incorporate them into use cases like supply chain uh, to, uh, for data intelligence. Also, we've done some POCs in which uh, we can come up with recommendations for customers that are going to a shop, for example, and depending on where there's spending more time, they can, we can send them a, data intelligence can send them recommendations on where to go next. So yeah, I think that's a complements a bit end user and also SAP basis administrators, if you consider them as end users of the product. And that's how uh, we are uh, trying to help with artificial intelligence and machine learning. What are some of the other latest offerings from Red Hat from which SAP customer can benefit? Do you want to yeah. explain a bit more? Yeah, we can talk in terms of latest offerings because Red Hat is always doing and running certifications for SAP HANA. So every minor version of the operating system needs to be certified. So just about two weeks ago, RHEL 8.6 got certified. So now users that uh, wish to, to go to that version, we, uh, they can go for it. That version, for example, is uh, is available on, on Azure for sure. And it can be used as the operating system for the SAP, the, for the SAP HANA database that's underlying the SAP S4 HANA cloud. That's on, in, uh, about the, um, the certifications, operating system certifications, but also recently, in the high availability uh, domain, we added some new uh, scenarios for uh, that, that are supported with high availability. So one of them is the cost optimized uh, installations of SAP HANA. So that means, for example, customers who want to save a bit on resources, they might be able to install an SAP HANA production DB in the same server as a test DB, for example. So now they can create a pacemaker cluster, pacemaker cluster sorry, with that and it's supported by RHEL. Uh, also, another interesting scenario for the high availability is the multi-tier replication. Well, sorry, multi-target, multi-tier has been supported for a long time now. So multi-tier replication, when we're talking about clusters, is a, you have an SAP HANA database and it's replicating at the same time to several targets. So in this way, they achieve more data consistency or more data redundancy. So that kind of, um, of scenario is supported now with, by the real high availability add-on. And also, if we talk or we uh, go back to automation, Red Hat actively works in collaboration of, uh, with community of practices for um, uh, developing new assets, new Ansible automation assets for SAP. 
So what we try to do with everyone who's interested in, in automating processes at SAP, we try to create uh, playbooks and roles, uh, Ansible playbooks and roles that automate day-to-day -day, uh, uh, operations for SAP. So for example, system refreshes, a change in parameters, upgrading the kernel, um, I don't know, system copies, as I said, uh, changing parameters in the database, database operations, backup restore. So not only, as I said at the beginning, not only it's about using automation to migrate your workloads to the cloud, but it's also about using it day to day and making your life easier and saving up time of the basis administrators. Thanks, Ricardo. Prakash, how is Microsoft and Red Hat partnering to bring out this strong offering for the SP customers? Yeah, great question. Thanks, Yannick. Uh, so Red Hat and Microsoft uh, have been a very strong, um, in general, a great alliance, right? So Red Hat Enterprise Linux is the world's leading enterprise Linux platform. And there are several customers that use Red Hat Enterprise Linux distribution to run their business workloads on Microsoft Cloud today. Um, so we also partner with Red Hat on OpenShift, which is now available on Azure, which we call as ARO. Uh, Red Hat Ansible automation platform, uh, uh, which has now become the de facto standard for configuration as code, is also available on Microsoft Cloud. Uh, we also have Red Hat uh, JBoss enterprise application platform, uh, which is optimized for cloud and containers available on Microsoft Cloud as well. So this is all up uh, Alliance, right? Uh, but specifically for SAP as well, uh, the two companies are strong partners and work very closely together in various engineering programs. Uh, for example, Red Hat was a great collaborator and co-development partner for uh, monitoring solutions uh, to bring out the telemetry that we have on the um, infrastructure layer. Uh, we also work with Red Hat on uh, defining and enhancing the reference architectures published by SAP to work better on Azure uh, with the Red Hat Enterprise Linux operating system. Uh, we also work together on putting together some open source uh, deployment automation framework that our customers and partners can take advantage of if the customers choose to go that route, right, and which is available for free in GitHub. Um, to summarize, strong partnerships at all levels beyond SAP, and there are specific programs that we're working together uh, to also bring innovation to uh, customers and partners. Do you want, you want to mention a few of the latest offerings from Microsoft? So for our joint customer can be uh, looking for? Yeah, great question again, Yannick. Um, so I'll touch on briefly on SAP and Microsoft's partnership again. Uh, we have been partners for about 30 years now serving enterprise customers. Uh, and we work together, obviously, to bring our customers uh, a value uh, throughout their migration journey as they migrate these mission critical applications for uh, SAP to cloud. Uh, and Microsoft ourselves, I believe, is the only hyperscaler uh, running our own uh, finance supply chain and HR business processes on SAP for the last 25 years. And we are running that in our own cloud for over three years. Uh, in terms of uh, what we do together, right, we're always looking for ways to enhance the user experience for SAP running on Azure, right? Uh, example, uh, we just released a, in GA uh, SAP private link, uh, which reduces the complexity of connections uh, when you want to connect uh, SAP BTP uh, and Microsoft Cloud if you have uh, some of the services that you want to take advantage of either uh, uh, you know, deployment options here. 
and also the other thing I'd mention is uh, an Azure Center for SAP Solutions, also called as ACSS, uh, is another uh, first party offering that we've released on Azure, uh, which will help you kind of like deploy SAP systems and also operate some of it. Uh, some of the aspects of operations is covered as well as your single pane of class uh, for uh, an SAP system deployed on Azure. Uh, we also revamped our monitoring solution, which is called Azure Monitor for SAP, which is in public preview. Um, and ACSS, the one I mentioned before, is in public preview as well. Um, so the earlier version of the monitoring solution required a deployment VM to be created and that you have to manage yourself and things like that. But now the new version is built using Azure Functions, so you don't have the management overhead as well. So these are some of the exciting things and a lot more coming up uh, in the near future. Thank you, Prakash. Before we close the podcast, I'd like to end up with the same question with the two of you. Cloud, obviously, is about speed of innovation, right? We have very short innovation cycles. We have the ability to ship practically overnight innovations to our customers. So looking at the joint partnership and maybe starting with you, Ricardo, what would be your, you know, being with customers, what are you hearing, the key things that HP should kind of ship overnight to make the partnership even stronger? Yeah, so as Prakash has mentioned before, they are asking a lot about monitoring, proactive monitoring solutions. So that tails back to, to, to the insights. And a lot of customers are asking about that and I think they're very interested. But also, as we mentioned before as well, about the day to operation. So they said, okay, now my SAP workloads and my S4 HANA on the cloud is on Azure, is migrated, all perfect. But now we want to be able to manage it in, in a better way with automation. So they're asking a lot of with, uh, for specific use cases and it's good because they're feeding us back uh, and we know where to work and which use cases to prioritize in terms of automation. Thanks for sharing. What about you, Prakash? What is your point of view here? Yeah, I agree with Ricardo. I think the big ask uh, we see from customers and partners is automation in general, right? Um, so in various aspects, um, obviously SAP is a mission critical application, uh, running business workloads, uh, but the migration journey uh, could be um, something that uh, the customer needs to put a lot of focus on. Um, so the automation in, uh, during the deployment of SAP systems, automation in the operations of deployment uh, of the SAP systems, and also the automation in the space of extensions, right? So bring in data and analytics and insights together and uh, make it as easy for adoption as possible uh, through automation built and throughout the entire customer migration journey, starting from uh, discovery, preparation, migration, operations, and even uh, you know extensions and innovation, right? Um, so automation is the key, I think. Thank you. Thank you, Prakash. I think these are great closing words. You mentioned the migration journey. Uh, cloud is definitely a journey punctuated with innovations, transformation. Um, thanks a lot, Ricardo. Thanks a lot, Prakash, for being with us today. Thanks to our audience for following us, providing us with feedback. I have learned a lot today, and I'm sure our audience will enjoy this one too. Feel free to drop us an email via insidess 4 at acp.com and let us know which topics are of your interest. Thanks again to Ricardo, Prakash. Tune in all next time and be inside SAP S4HANA. <laughs>